0: And in the end, what they decided basically was that it was like a mass,
1: a mass hysteria
0: thing, Uh right? Like, yeah, Um, it was uh, prompted. There was an original. (laughs) There it goes again. (laughs) There it goes again.
1: Welcome to this week's Read the Sex with Laura. Hi. and Nicole and <laughs> we are both in the same building today but she is upstairs and I am downstairs because we're social distancing. <laughs> um, so this week as you already might know uh, we are talking about everything witchy. Uh, I don't think your books included wizards as much.
0: No no witch hard witch. No yeah. wizards.
1: Okay, the one I have has a wizard in it, but there's lots of magical elements, so we'll, we'll get there. But um, to start off today, I think we were going to do, we wanted to film a separate video where we go, here's who we are, but we're just going to do, hey, here's a fun fact about us today. So, Laura, when did you start working at the library and what position were you
0: in? Wow, I started back in the bygone era of 2010. <laughs> I grew up in Thunder Bay and I think probably Brody and Mary J were my libraries growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went away and did school and did library school and then came back and was lucky enough to get hired as the children's and teen services librarian here. Started at Brody, so you know, it's like old stomping grounds mm-hmm. and been here ever since in a variety of different positions, but yeah, children's, still children's and teens close to my heart always
1: oh yeah i remember mm-hmm. I, I started the same year as a page and i was also in yak that same year <laughs> that's yes
0: if you're that's our our volunteer like our team volunteer program is the youth advisory council and nicole was in my very first one you were a tiny tot just a little baby you were a little baby with lots of hair i remember
1: yeah i had long, and then, long hair.
0: and then you abruptly.
1: Cut it all off,
0: just like this time. Just like this time, I remember. That's why I remember you a long time ago. Yeah, that's crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I started in twenty ten as page at Waverly, and same worked my way up, and now I'm a technician, and I do a lot of team programming too. Too, oh, yeah. we're we got a lot of similarities for what we like to work on and what we do work on. <laughs> we do. That's why we can work so well together here. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's move right into our highlights. Okay.
0: Um, do you want to start? sure okay so i actually went off and got off the shelves a discovery of witches i don't know we have here um we have as a hard copy obviously in the collection um i haven't yet checked if it's in Cloud library but i think i checked hard it, it copy. Is. so you can um put a hold on it and sign it out take it home after you hear how exciting it is for me today um so it's the first book in a series it's by deborah harkness I believe she, this was her debut, her I debut. think so, mm-hmm. uh, so this is the description of it, <laughs> deep in the stacks of Oxford's, oh, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Bodleian Library, young scholar Diana Bishop unwittingly calls up a bewitched al- <laughs> alchemical manuscript in the course of her research, <laughs> it's happened to all of us, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, I know, same here, university,
0: is a troubling time, <laughs> yes, Descended from an old and distinguished line of witches, Diana wants nothing to do with sorcery, so after a furtive glance and a few notes, can't help herself, right? She banishes mm-hmm. the book to the stacks, but her discovery sets a fantastical underworld stirring and a horde of demons, witches, and vampires soon descends upon the library. Diana has stumbled upon a coveted treasure lost for centuries, and she is the only creature who can break its spell. Ooh, I like that they call it. all up to her. her.
1: <laughs> you like that they wept? They called her a creature at the end they didn't specify it was just
0: like it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be a human who yeah. will solve break the spell just a creature that's awesome yeah, so it's been very you know really took off well-reviewed best-selling it has been adapted into a television show i believe but don't know that the show's much as good as the book recommend start with the book there yeah um, i've yeah. heard that i don't
1: I don't remember what the TV show was called. I think it was called something different.
0: I do not know. Mm. We'll, mm. we'll
1: figure it out after. Um, I like books. Put it books, in the notes. Yeah. I like books that take place in libraries. <laughs> Huge nerd. <laughs> and um, it's funny because our next highlight also takes place in the library.
0: <laughs> libraries and witches. You know, they just
1: go it's together. perfect. They mm-hmm. read books. We all do. Okay, our next one is Sorcery of Thorns by Margaret Rogerson. She's amazing. It's a YA <laughs> book. I read this one and I loved it and it set me off on a tailspin of like finding amazing fantasy books that are like just great um it's basically this girl her name is elizabeth and she grew up in a library so there's like basically um a dream basically a, it is a dream. it's my dream yeah absolutely <laughs> um but they so they the world that they live in the libraries like house grimoires and the grimoires are alive so they have to be taken care of very well because if someone like rips a page or something they'll they'll turn into like physical manifestations of how dark their book is kind of that's kind of the vibe i get so like someone's (laughs) tampering with the books in order to like gain control of the country or whatever and um elizabeth is the only one who like kind of figures it out and she's destroyed one of the um books that turned into the monster thing oh yeah and then she meets the sorcerer nathaniel thorn and his demonic servant (laughs) and it's really great and you know like a little bit of romance a lot of magic and a lot of libraries i'll just read you the last one as her alliance with nathaniel nathaniel grows stronger elizabeth starts to question everything she's been taught about sorcerers about the libraries she loves and even about herself for elizabeth has power she never guessed and a future she could have never imagined is I, that, it's a standalone is it it is or is a, it a yeah she's written two standalone ones um something about i think an enchantment of ravens was her first one and this is her second one but they're both standalones which like makes me cry because i want them to be more but <laughs> they're super good highly recommend I think it's on both cloud library and i it's definitely in our branch because that's where i borrowed it from so (laughs) check it
0: out it's unbelievable
1: that's a rave review (laughs)
0: yeah that is a rave review (laughs) hugely rave review okay Mm -hmm. those are our highlights our witchy highlights should we jump to our witchy personal recs yeah did you want to go first or me i can go first please do. do This is another book that I um, actually went and got the physical book off the <gasps> shelf. Wow. I like the yeah, cover. Right? Oh, look at this creepiness. What could this be about? Is that Ooh. like stitching or clothespins on a clothesline? stitching. Line? Oh. stitching. Um, so the book is called Hex. It's by Thomas Old Havolt, and it is actually in translation from um, Dutch. Oh. So it's sort of an interesting story of this. Uh, It is an interesting story, but the story of this book is a little (laughs) bit interesting because it was originally published in Holland. And then um, I'm not sure if like the publishers approached him, but when he went to release an English version, he moved the location. So instead of it taking place in the Netherlands, it now takes place in a small town um, in the States somewhere. So he changed that. And so he also, so he changed some names and he changed other stuff as he changed the location and he changed the ending. Oh, I don't know if I like that. Right. So it's kind of like um, I I read this one obviously, and so I then afterwards was like detective work time, and yeah. went online and tried to find um, a summary of the Dutch ending mm-hmm. <laughs> so that I could compare the two. Um, and they're both, I think they're both interesting oh. in different ways. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't. I didn't feel like I was missing anything in this version at all. Oh, that's good. Yeah, sort of interesting though that he felt the need to. He George Lucas it. Yeah, he he recontextualized it. Well, that's Um, fair. Yeah, (laughs) oh, I meant with the
1: changed ending. (laughs) Right. She's like, and this doesn't exist anymore.
0: (laughs) So unlike the ones we talked about earlier, which were really I'd categorize more as like supernatural and fantasy, this one is straight up horror. Um, Mm -hmm. It is. Yes, it is dark it is scary um, gruesome and on occasion frightening, so uh, if that's not your bag, don't pick this up. you will not enjoy it at all if you if you do like horror or you're like even if you like go in sometimes for thriller suspense, then this might work for you. you can always skip over any parts that you find particularly scary, scary. <laughs> yeah scary you kind of skim through. Um, yeah, so that's sort of my, you know, my my warning first. So what the book is actually about, I think it's a very interesting um, idea because it kind of it, it takes the idea of the of like the town witch, mm-hmm. which is you know not really uh, unusual at all. Like oh, there's a cursed witch, and then maybe you know the townspeople burn her at the stake, and now she haunts the town or whatever. Like that's not a new idea, but in this particular book, in this particular town. Um, the witch has stayed to the present day. Oh, um, yes, she appears her ghost, her spirit, um, as a, like a phantom. She doesn't have mass. You can put your hand through her if you wanted to, but they, people don't because Why it's too scary and disturbing. <laughs> she's got, um, because what she appears as is, is after she was killed. So it's like her dead with her mouth sewn shut and her eyes sewn, sewn shut. That's what's with the stitches. <laughs>
1: oh, no.
0: Okay. And okay. she's just like. You could like be in your kitchen making dinner and you turn around and there she is. And you're like, oh, again, that's my worst nightmare. Uh, but they're kind of used to it in a weird way because that's, that's the way it's always been. And you can't leave town. If you leave town, of course, you're compelled to return. So mm. if, if, you're, no, if you're born there, that, you're just stuck. <laughs> and they have like the townspeople are so used to it. They've developed basically a social media app so they can track where she's appearing in town. So it's like, oh, put it in. She just turned up again in the basement.
1: (laughs) That sounds so, like, this sounds like a very confusing book to me, like the tone, like it's very grim, but then they also have an app.
0: Yes, yeah, so it's this interesting, like smash up between what you like, this sort of typical scary things, and then also almost what you think of as more modern ideas and technology. Like there's this great bit at the beginning where like the husband comes home for a run and, um, he starts to kiss his wife and the wife is like, oh, grandma's in the kitchen again. And he turns and looks and his wife has put like a tea towel over her head. So they don't have to look at her.
1: Wait, you said she doesn't have
0: masks, but they can put a tea towel? I was wrong. They did put a tea towel over her. So, so maybe she does. Inter- or she hung it in front of them. I yeah, just she did just... that... <laughs> They did something so they didn't have to look at her. Um yeah so when the book starts that's kind of the status quo um but the young people in this town are starting to be like this is the worst we want to leave and have a life and you know hang out with other young people and whatnot Mm -hmm. and so they start um breaking some of the rules that have been set up basically for everyone's safety so that Mm -hmm. even though you live in this terrible town that's haunted by a gruesome witch you still get to live your life well now they're going to upset that Status quo and things are gonna go poorly. I'm just gonna spoil that for you right now. <laughs> if you hoped, maybe things okay. would turn out okay. No, no happy ending. Um, I no would say no.
1: Oh, I mean, it's a
0: spoiler, but it's a horror book, right? Like it's a, it's a dark horror. Wow. It's not, I'm not saying it's a terrible ending for everybody. The world does not explode. This is not a precursor to a dystopia. Mm. but um a lot of things happen that there's not really any coming back from so Mm. ooh, like here's a problem i want to read it
1: (laughs) but i think i'll be scared
0: (laughs) it's um it's pretty scary
1: (laughs) okay i I gotta write that one off we might have to talk offline
0: so you can tell me what happens with it so i don't have to read it (laughs) i think if you like if you've read stephen king I was gonna say (laughs) honestly it's probably on par with a lot of the darker Stephen King's and most of his stuff is dark so what am I even saying Mm -hmm. um but if you're comfortable with that this would probably be fine for you
1: there you go a good recommendation for a
0: creepy witch book a creepy witch book horror I don't know that we've done much horror at all rex before so there's no one. we should do one well maybe
1: not i don't like reading it i well, won't be able could, to help <laughs> you, could do, you could do like light horror and oh, i could okay. do intense horror yeah oh okay we'll put that on the list of things we want to talk about okay because okay. i've read a lot of dark horror, so there we go <laughs> mm-hmm. okay um mine is not <laughs> a dark witch horror i think i just moved my screen you there did I a go. Little,
0: but you're
1: okay mine was not scary. Uh, It's called (laughs) The Baron Nightingale uh, by Katherine Arden.
0: Um, Beautiful cover.
1: Absolutely. This is the third one in the series and look at how pretty that one is. That is also very nice. Right? Okay, so uh, I just read this one over the weekend because I've already used my other witch ones in previous uh, videos. I was going to talk about Uprooted but again I already talked about that one and if you liked Uprooted, <laughs> <laughs> the Baron Nightingale because it takes place in Russia in the wilderness and it's this family and um this baby is being born and she's gonna be like her grandmother, who was kind of like the witch lady of her like little village, and sure. um as she gets older, she like hangs out in the woods more often, and she's kind of like talking to creatures that no one else can see. <laughs>
0: and, one of those creepy children, sure.
1: Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> as she gets older, she like learns that not everybody else can like see these things. So she's like, mm, "Should probably keep that on the DL. <laughs> um, What else happens in it? Oh yeah, okay. So it's um, this guy. They I can't remember. It was a Russian word. Um, I think he's like a priest and he comes to town and they're all very heavily believe in like pagan rituals so like there's the I'm gonna not pronounce this right but there's a domo and he lives in their hearth and he protects their hearth and sometimes he'll like do knitting for them and he like makes it so their wood doesn't burn as fast and stuff sounds handy yeah, and they, like, you leave out offerings for him and stuff so, like, he can gain strength from them, and there's, like, one in each household, but when this guy comes to town and starts, like, being, like, you need to forget about these creatures, they're demons and everything, the, like, bad stuff starts happening in a town, and mm-hmm. they're, like, oh, my, my wood's burning so quickly, our crops are failing, our horses are angry, because each of these things has, like, a little creature with them, so as these bad things build and build and build, so does her, like... Magic and stuff, and it gets—it's really cool how it all um, built goes together because it's essentially there's one big bad that's coming back, and because all these creatures are being weakened, he's he's able to build up his strength, and okay. she has to like take and him down. but the allies that she finds are unexpected (laughs) and awesome so i really liked it again so much folklore behind it and so much like already built history in it it was really good Yeah, and now there's two
0: more books i'm gonna read those this week (laughs) is it is it a trilogy is that it
1: Yeah, uh, it's called The Winter Night Trilogy. So it's The Baron Nightingale, the last one is uh, The Waking of the Witch, and I don't remember the third,
0: second one. That's okay. Yeah, we can, I'll list them. I'll list them in the notes. Yeah, I think it says,
1: oh, it's The Girl in the Tower.
0: The Girl in the Tower. Okay.
1: Yeah, and we have all three on both um, Cloud Library and in the branch. So there you go. Whichever you prefer.
0: Yeah. Really good. Way. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember if I said, but if I didn't, unsurprisingly, um, Hex does not have a sequel.
1: <laughs> no. <It's-> I mean, <laughs> if it has a bad ending, like you said, how do you write a sequel?
0: <laughs> yeah. I hope that's not a huge spoiler for people, but like you heard how it started. Did you think it was going to end well?
1: You know what? Spoiler culture's interesting because it's just like Shakespeare. He was just like, Hey, these two people, they're going to fall in love. Then they're gonna die. And everyone's like, oh my God, but how does it happen?
0: That's right. right? That's the best how the part. Play out. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Sorry for that vibe. It, it was, sounded like thunder. It was not. That was a loud book cart. <laughs> <laughs> at least it wasn't a Revelling book cart. By the door. Yes, those are even worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And then I have one other really quick wreck because it's witches, but it's sort of like a side way to look at it. So it's two books because they fit together really well. They're both inspired by the same real life happening. Cool. So back, yeah, I think it's like the early 2000s, um, there was a group of young, youngish high schoolers um, and a town in the States who all started exhibiting the same like weird Tourette-like symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one fell into a coma and then there was just these strange things happening. And then there was all sorts of like, you know, like, was it, is it environmental? Is there something in the air? They, uh, you know, tried to blame the, tried to blame some vaccine and then, oh, big surprise. It had nothing to do with that. Yeah. Um, and in the end, what they decided basically was that it was like a mass, Hyster- a mass hysteria yeah. thing, uh-huh. right? Like, yeah, um, it was uh, prompted. There was an original. <laughs> there it goes again. There it goes again. <laughs> There was something that actually happened to one girl, like an actual physical thing, and then everyone else just kind of like fed off of it, and it built up bigger and bigger. Um, so two different authors took that and like this this idea of like strange things happening, unexplained things happening to high schoolers, and kind of looking at that as a supernatural like have they been cursed mm. some kind of reasoning. Um, so there's their first one is called Conversion, and it's young adult. And it's from the perspective of the girls that it is happening to and like they don't understand why they're doing these things or what it happens or why it's happening and they just you know like just for extra she made it set in salem massachusetts right i in um yes so (laughs) there's that and then just I just think it's so interesting to read them together. There's a book called The Fever by Megan Abbott, and it is um, about the same sort of thing, only it's not set in Salem, but the same thing, a group of high schoolers, high school girls, different, different strange behaviors, only it's from the perspective of the parents in the community. Oh. Because she's an adult author.
1: Oh, that's
0: interesting. So the yes. first one is a YA. Yes. First oh. one is YA. Second is adult. Um, and there's really interesting like stuff about like the power of young girls and kind of a little bit of like hysteria about like young girls sexuality and what it means you know that they have this sexual freedom um (laughs) how is it affecting them (laughs) right well that's what people used to think so it's uh they're just an interesting they're they were really interesting to read together um yeah if you're if you uh have an interest in sort of, they're not thrillers, but they're sort of suspense because you're not entirely sure how things are going to play out, um, how everything's going to come together. So that's my other sort of a little bit offside, cursed high school girls start behaving in strange ways. Love it. I don't know how (laughs) we would get that, fit that one in otherwise. So that's perfect. (laughs) I know. I know. They're strange little, they're strange little duo, but I read those together years ago. And I, whenever I tell someone to read one of them now, I'm like, and then you have to read the other one. (laughs) Pick one, then choose the other one. Then, then the other one, yeah. I love that.
1: Um, oh, yeah, I wanted to mention quickly, we do have a Witches Reader's Advisory List for YA books. I think it's on the website. If it's not, I'll post it, like, today. I believe it is. And it's also in our binders. So,
0: yeah, very one exciting. Day, one day when you can come into the branch, you can check it out in the binder. Until yeah. then, find it. Um, on the website, I think it's tbpl.ca/teensread.
1: It is. <laughs> Go check it out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, what do we want our topic for next week to be? I don't know. We've kind of we done we did some. This is kind of a deepish genre-specific dive. Mm-hmm. We could we could mix it up and do like cozy mysteries or something that's Mm -hmm. something totally different sure Sure. yeah cozy mysteries um that's a sort of genre of mysteries where a lot of the time they're set sort of like in a small village and then maybe the titles have puns in them oh yes yeah i know there's (laughs) there's lots of cats yep (laughs) there might be cats and knitting um things like that
1: I love it. It's usually like where the older lady in the neighborhood is like the, the detective and she's yes. just like cruising the streets trying to find out what's happening. Right.
0: There was that love whole it. series, um, like the cat who whatever. Oh, yeah. The cat who swallowed the canary. The cat who, those are cozy mysteries. Yeah. Okay. I'm going
1: to. Oh, I'm excited.
0: I've never, I don't read tons of those. Me and neither. And you've never
1: read one? So there no. You go. Whatever one I read. So popular. I Oh, good. Whatever one I read this weekend will have to be my rec. (laughs) So we need to make sure you get a good one. Yes, I will help you find
0: one. Thank you. Suits your needs.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So next week, cozy mysteries, Um, and
0: we will. Do we have anything else to add? I think just the reminder that you can um, go onto our website and you can sign up to request a book bundle for adults. Mm -hmm. Um, You just enter your name and then you can check off what you're interested in and we will pull three books for you from the shelf and uh, give you a call when they're ready and then you can come pick them up. Yeah. So if you're not sure what to place your hold on, then let us do it for you.
1: Yeah, we'll do all the work. (laughs) You're clearly very good at it. We make requests every week.
0: We do. We do. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I think that's all that I'd want to share.
1: Okay. Then I think that's it. We will see everyone next week, next week, same time, same place. Talk (laughs) to you then. (laughs) Bye. Bye.